As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Arise, minions, and button down the hatches as we leave behind the safety of the Humblewood to check in with the crew of Dark Fortune. Hello, hello, I'm Rory, aka Final Gambit, and I am playing Silence Furuiken, level 2 Mopok Warlock. Hi, I'm Mike, and I'm playing Mamir Elderbrand, the level 2 Corvum Bard. Hi, I'm V Muse, and I'm playing Shanak Matir, level 2 Vulpin Fighter. Hi, I'm McLoken, I'm playing Ori, the level 2 Servant Barbarian. Hi, my name is Johnny, I'm the Dungeon Master. Welcome to the Dark Fortunes Podcast. Imagine that you're sitting down to play your favorite 5th edition fantasy RPG, and you think to yourself, man, I really wish there were just more. More monsters, more magic items, more subclasses, more spells, more of everything. Well, look no further than Cobalt Press. Cobalt Press is my first stop when I'm looking to add a little spice to my 5e games. The Cobalt Press store offers a full line of 5th edition titles from the Tome of Beasts to the Guide to Game Design, plus hundreds of adventures, map packs, and so much more. And as always, these 5e titles are available in both print and PDF, or in a few money-saving bundles, not to mention virtual tabletop editions for both Roll20 and Fantasy Grounds. And orders typically ship within 24 hours, while supplies last. You can find out more at CobaltPress.com. And while you're at it, let them know that Dark Fortunes and the Don't Split the Podcast Network sent you. Happy gaming. Previously on Dark Fortunes. Silence made a deal with what just might be the devil, earning himself a bit of peace and quiet aboard the fool's errand. Leaving him to his own devices, Shnok took Orin and Mimir out to the Sea Hag to rustle up a crew from Captain Barton. The barkeep turning to you, Mem, says, You're a little new here, aren't you? Um, yes. First time. Nice boat you have here. Thanks. Um, and your name is? My name is Mamir Elderbrand. I am a traveling merchant. Merchant? Well, then what the hell yes. are you doing here on Meridian? Or Meridian, sorry. 
traveling. <laughs> Interesting. That doesn't tell me a damn thing. I know. First question was, could I have your finest bottle of whatever it is? You can't afford my finest bottle of whatever it is. How much is it? How much have you got? That's not how transaction works. I'm a merchant. Things have a set price. And I am the master of this lovely little fishing village. And that is how it works here. So you tell me a price. I tell you I can't afford it. We negotiate from there. Fine, 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 fine. Let's, 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 let's do the dance. I'd like a favor. For a bottle. That's right. My finest bottle. You, you want my finest bottle. I want your best favor. He reaches into his, uh, his pack. I believe I still have this. And he pulls out the empty bottle of that fancy-ass wine from, uh, from the brother. And he says, actually, you know what? I, I, could, you, um, could you dispose of this bottle for me? I didn't want to throw it in the ocean. That seemed like inappropriate. And I don't really have, you know, a place to deposit trash on my ship. Um, so, Oh, you're could, a captain, too. Oh, no, I'm a merchant. I'm a traveling merchant. This is my captain. Any motions to Mac? And he gazes and turns over to Mac, and you can see the Mawpox grin just grow in sinister fashion. So, Captain, Merchant, please, you want my finest bottle? Well, he does. Glances over to you for just a second and back at Mim. Then that means a favor. Well, if you'd like something I, less, I'll take a coin. Absolutely. But if you want the finest bottle. Well, if we're, if we're trading favors, then I... Oh, no, I no, no, like no. I'm not offering a favor. I'm uh, oh. telling you the price for... Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. I misspoke. If we're dealing in favors, I'd like something other than a bottle. A bottle can be accrued anywhere. You could find a bottle on any island. And, you know... Rum's as good as any rum anywhere, is what I say. But you didn't ask. You didn't ask for rum. You asked for wine. That's right. You did. And wine is what you would get. I just assumed. I assumed you were having rum, judging by the clientele. But what I am really after, perhaps I didn't. I didn't realize you were the master of this town. Mayhaps we can discuss. Village, fishing village, please don't, oh, don't, oh, I, I, I'm, I'm a small time, you know, man, so. This, oh, I understand. This, this isn't old port, after all. I understand. What I need, I've recently come into ownership of a, a boat, ship, of a ship. A slope, it's called a slope. Right, I'm still learning these Oceanic terms. I need a crew. You see, I have a bang-up captain. She seems great. And I have uh, a <sighs> guard. Ship's guard. Uh, and he deals with all of the people I don't want on my boat. What I need is 
rigging people? Sailors. The people you put on the boat, you know? What the hell is he talking about? And he looks directly at Mac. Basically, the boat he uh, inherited is pretty much a skeleton crew right now. I need a, well, more fleshed out crew. First mate, bosun, so on and so forth. Looking for types who can get us to the next port at the very least. Preferably maybe some who are more um, eager to do the job right. Why aren't you in charge? Because I'm the one getting paid. He's Uh, the one. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. He looks over at Mem. The adults are talking right now. (laughs) Why aren't you in charge? Uh, He's the one who handles my pay. Would you like to make a deal? And maybe he can be on your pay? I've made deals with devils in the past, sir, but uh, this time I'm trying to keep it more on the up and up for Um, reasons. I I would love, I I will buy you a bottle of something quite fancy if you will show me, or tell me, should I say, if you will tell me that tall tale. I'm sure it will regale us all and keep us enthralled for hours. The tall tale of what? I was looking for a job and he seemed uh, primed and ready to hire whomever he can get his hands on. No, that's not quite right, is it, my dear? No, it's completely right. Are you sure? Yes. He's one of advantage. He sees something opportunistic, takes advantage of it. But you, I don't think you have your allegiance tied to him and points to Mim. I think you work with him. I don't think he employs you. We tend to run circles around each other. It's probably a better way to put it. I want to hear your story, because clearly you're the one in charge, Captain. Yes, I know you want to hear it, but... uh... You have to make it worth my while. I told you, my one of my finest bottles. Not the finest bottle, because that is a favor. <laughs> and it is promised to this fine gentleman over here as soon as he is ready to accept the deal. So I, that, one, that one is off the table. But this one, this is, this, is, this is rum that comes from the free pause. It is fantastic. It is, it is sweet on the tongue and... Keeps you warm in the belly late at night. Helps you feel magical until the morning comes. And then I can't process what happens in the morning. Sounds lovely for those who actually uh, appreciate that type of thing. I'm not one for the bottles. Since you are the captain and you are telling me what he cannot, I'll tell you this. I'll, I'll, I'll ask you this. I will give you a first mate for your story. But you must tell it true. Could be a rather long story. What part of it are you looking for? Which chapter? The one that involves who you really work for. Mm, there's a problem with that one. That one's been uh, redacted. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm not a man of words. I can't speak as eloquently as you. By what do you mean, redacted? 
I don't kiss and tell. Perhaps that's a phrase that's a bit more familiar. Mm, yes. She also didn't kiss and tell. And she owes me a favor. We are speaking of the same person, aren't we? I don't know. There are many she's out there, as well as many he's. Please, do not dance with me. What? Well, I don't like dancing. Words might fail me, but my blades, they are sharp. As are mine. And I don't want to draw any blood tonight. I wasn't looking for any blood either. I just want to get a bloody crew and get the hell out of here, quite frankly. And yet you came to my bloody town. I'm sorry, village. I'm sorry, Mim. Oh! Mim, right? It was village. I'm sorry. You came to my bloody village. You started asking sorry, for a crew. You started supplying. I, I don't know you. But I know your friends call you Mim, and we're going to be friends. But let the adults talk here. Listen. Your tale might actually take care of her debt. You work what, for this her. old thing? And she'll swish her tail. <laughs> hmm. Sadly, I'm not interested in that. Neither am I. It's, it's a thing. I'm, but your story, I would love to hear it. She'll look over to Mimir and sort of arch a brow. I have no idea what story... He's talking about, I don't. Well, let me be more specific, and, and let me bring the child into this. You see, I know who you are the moment that you stepped onto my island. Because exactly. this, is, this isn't just a village. This is my island. I laid claim here a number of months ago, and I've been enjoying the benefits of retirement. But your boss... Well, she really is someone I still need to collect from. And you can help me do that. You can pay her debt yourself. Or we can fight. And honestly, I'm not, I'm not really into bloodshed. I personally won't be doing any fighting because I'm, I'm, that's, I'm well beyond that. I like how you assume I'm going to take on her debt. Well, see, there's the thing. She owes me. The way that the debt works is that she or anyone in her employ may pay it. Those were the terms she agreed to. Yeah, I feel like fighting. I'm bored. <laughs> All right. Well, I tried. Can I get you a drink first? I mean, at least at least let's have a lively sort of, you know... Libation. Let's 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 have a drink. What's the debt? I don't agree to debts that know what they are. Oh, this one's very simple. You see, she owes me a bit of information. If she or somebody else can provide me with that information, somebody in her employ, the debt will be complete, and she may move about the world without worrying about my wrath. And what's the information? See, I always read the contracts from first line to last before signing anything. It's very simple. I need to understand what she's looking for. She keeps hunting through the world, looking for something. She's quite a good, shall we say, buccaneer. 
She does make a good... She could, does good, make a good wage by theft or otherwise. She keeps herself crude. She has fantastic loyalty among her crew. She's inspiring. But she's driven by something, and I don't understand it. And he looks to Mimir for the first time, and he says, You and I are not so much unalike. We both want information. Your reputation precedes you, Mimir Elderbrand. He looks back to Mac. If you don't know the answer to it, I understand. Then it's going to require something else from you, if you want a crew. Let's put it this way, I've been her errand runner, off and on. Do I know what the contents are? Not really. Do I know what's happening? She's kept it very quiet. Very close. Well, I'm sure you're close. I mean, I've heard the stories. Shinnok. That's when he says your name for the first time, and he lets that just sort of hang there. Yes, but you're also making some grand assumptions that she's conveyed more to me than she actually has. Oh, no, no, no. I'm sorry. She wouldn't bring somebody so close to her who wasn't smart and observant. She owes me this debt for that ship that she sails. I just, I just need an answer. I need the true answer because I know the truth. The true answer? I have no idea what she's plotting, what she's planning, what her end goal is entirely or her purposes. I know she's trying something. To what benefit do we have for telling you this tale? Yes, it pays off whoever Mac knows. It pays off their debts, but how does that benefit us at all? Why would we want their debts paid? Why do I care about someone else's debt? What's in it for Mimir? How much does young Mimir here know about your boss? Or should I say your captain? It depends on what rumors he's listened to. The Mophawk turns and looks Mimir directly in the eyes and says, she considers herself the Pirate Queen. <gasps> right? I mean, it's, it's, a, it's an audacious title. She's, you know, a bit ostentatious. It's, it's, it's grand the and flourishing. But of all piracy? I know. Isn't it so passe? I mean, oh, such. there are so many others who are more fitting for the title of monarchy in the pirate kingdom, in the pirate world, in the pirate, whatever you want to call it. I mean, there is the Captain Bluebeak. He is the most notorious pirate in the region, even though the Miss Lafleur seems to claim this. I've heard the rumors of what happens here in the bay, but again... How does that benefit me? Oh, it really doesn't, but it probably makes me more 
affable to your circumstances and your needs. But if she's genuinely not able to answer, and I will ask you to place your hand on this book here, and he slides a book out. And on your honor, tell me that you don't know. And if you don't, then you cannot pay her debts, and the debt goes on. Why a book? Oh, it's something I was able to acquire some time ago. It apparently has the ability to convey whether someone is lying or telling the truth. Now, let me be very clear about this real, real quick. Before you put your hand on the book, know that if you lie, it will be painful. And not in the way that you were expecting. Why does that sound familiar? She'll look over to Mimir. Might I see this book? I'm intrigued. One at a time. One at a time, child. And looks back to Mac. Well, do you want to give me the truth? Release yourself from the circumstances that you currently find yourself in? Hmm. You'll give me a first mate. Absolutely. And then you'll have to make a deal for the rest of your crew, which I believe it was a bosun and a couple of crewmen. Yes, but I'm also worried about quality. Oh, hmm. Well, I really, I mean, this is my, my town. This is my village. I'm sorry for the quality right now. You'll, you'll have to do with what I can provide because as you can see, and as he kind of motions to the, the deck itself. The pickings are few and far between. We haven't seen a, a merchant, you know, come in for a while. What about the one who rows the boats? Interesting. What about him? I give you what you want. I get him. As your your first mate. I need someone who knows how ships work. Someone who can tell others what needs to get done if I'm not available. Well, this lovely young lad right here appears to be able to say things, you know, that he wants people to get done. Not with authority, but it, that he fits the bill of that job. Why can't young Mimir Elderbrand here be your... He glances over at Mimir and says, that's cold. Because port's a drink to him, not a sign of a ship. It's not even a good drink. All right. He's yours. But only him. And then we'd make a deal for anything else that you might possibly need. His service will be done to me. Do we have an accord? She'll look over to Oren. So uh, he's he's basically uh, scanning the room. As soon as uh, Mac was like, "Well, it looks like it'll be a fight." He he's like already like looking at the, around the room uh, and waiting for someone to approach. Uh, and the three that you've identified are definitely paying attention. Mm-hmm. Mim, are you paying attention, or are you just too caught up in the in the fun that's going on between Mac and the Malpoc? Uh, neither. Mim is very intent. Uh, he, for all intents and purposes, he looks like he is distracted and caught up in the conversation that is happening between this Mopak and Shinnok. 
but he is uh, intently analyzing this conversation, uh, and he's fumbling around with with a small uh, piece of wood uh, and wrapped full of twine in his pocket of his uh, of his overcoat, watching this conversation go down, preparing something. All right, fine. I get him. You get your information. And the mopak looks at his paw, spits in it, and reaches out. She does the same and keeps eye contact. With a shake, he says, now I'm going to ask you a question. Please place your paw on the book. When I am satisfied with the answer, the deal will be complete. And you may collect your first mate to help you select the rest of your crew. And then we can make a deal for them. Now, do you know? Yes. As as Shanak goes to put her hand on the book, uh, there's probably with the loudness of this place, there's an inaudible snap of that piece of wood that is in Mimir's pocket. Uh, as he breaks this piece of wood and twine and casts Unseen Servant. And Shanok feels a slight bump as she reaches forward to place her hand on the book and then feels something on top of the book as her hand gets placed down. And the Unseen Servant placed his hand on the book underneath hers. Uh, so, uh, this spell creates an invisible, mindless, shapeless force that performs simple tasks at your command until the spell ends. Um, it springs into existence in an unoccupied space on the ground within range. It has an AC, it has a strength, uh, it can carry stuff, it can do certain things. So its current command is to place its hand on this book. So it, so basically it looks like there's like just enough space to fit a hand, So, but it's invisible, it's an invisible hand. So unless you're looking very closely, you might not notice. And I assume this Mopak is watching Shinnok intently and not staring at her hand. Plus, I have those lacy cuffs. Make me a wisdom saving throw, man. Ooh. <laughs> uh, okay. Let's see what we got here. Natural 20. <sighs> Fuck. That's 10 times better than he normally does. The dice are on his side. That's true. <laughs> Oh, wow. Jeez. Um, ah, okay. Um, I mean, at this point, you should have cast friends, man. I, right? <laughs> like that. All right. So I don't have friends. I just have moves that do things for me. <laughs> <laughs> when you cast Unseen Servant, I've got a question for you before I, I yeah. we narrate the results of what's happening here and has this all, all this all goes through. When you cast Unseen Servant... What is the what is the connection that Mim has to this sort of invisible sort of force? Like, is it a completely separate sort of like, uh, you know, ex- your piece of existence? Is it like a completely separate entity completely? Or is it is yeah. an extension of sheer will? No, it's a completely separate thing. Okay, um, and there's like, no... Like, Mimir uses, like, 
it, before combat recently, uh, Mimir uses this as basically like a, a, a second set of hands in a shop where like, he carries boxes, he moves things around, like that kind of thing. It's like it's like having free labor um, in a merchant's shop or caravan. So it's a completely right. separate person. Right. Well, no, I, under, I understand that. But what is like, how, how does this work for, for Mim in respect to like interaction and command? Is it, is it a sense of feeling? Is it verbal commands? Is it just mental commands? Is there um, like an emotional response that goes along with this? Because uh, there's something, there's something that's coming for this. So gotcha. I think it's verbal or mental. Uh, he has commanded it verbally and mentally before um, in, in combat scenes. Um, so I think that's it. And there's no emotional connection to this. This is a tool, uh, for Mir's disposal. Casting Unseen Servant to him is no different than casting, you know, identify this magical item. This is a, a tool right. in his toolbox. It is a, it is a complete tool. All right. Yep. Has this thing ever responded back to you? I just, it has the, has whatever's uh, been created, it responded to you in a way that gives you sort any sense of identity? I don't think so. Okay. So as you command this thing's hand to be on top of the book to mask and mimic the way that that Max hand is going paw is going to come down onto the book. The book begins to glow ever so slightly for just a second. The mawpox eyes are not on the book. The mawpox eyes are keeping eye contact with Mac. And so the mawpox doesn't actually see this, nor does anybody else. But you see that slight glow for a second, and then it vanishes. And as Max's paw comes on top, you hear an incredible scream of pain coming from the unseen servant. Interesting. It is overwhelming in your head and takes everything that you have to be able to hold on to and not react to it. But you don't. Because it's it's like a cacophony in your your head, and for just a second, you feel like, oh, this must be what it's like when Den talks to silence. I like that. But so, like this overwhelming sort of like noise, and it continues for a time, and then starts to abate slowly, and you smell something that smells like singed flesh, and that's when the mawpock looking at Mac asks, do you know what she is seeking? We all know that the worst part about playing a spellcaster in your favorite fifth edition fantasy RPG is having to write down all the intricate details of every spell in your notebook or flipping to the back of the book every time you forget what a spell does. But what if I told you there was a better way? Lucky for you, there is. Our friends over at Hitpoint Press are launching their new Kickstarter, for the deck of many animated spells. This new Kickstarter will include waterproof artistic renderings of spells levels 6 through 9, as well as a fully animated tarot deck for all your soothsaying needs. Not to mention, animated condition cards if we hit our stretch goals. So if you want to enhance your level of play at the table, head on over to rebrand.ly slash dfpspells and pledge for your very own deck of animated spells. That's rebrand.ly forward slash dfpspells and be sure to tell them Dark Fortune's podcast sent you. And as always, happy gaming. I don't know what she's seeking exactly. I know she's seeking magical items. He looks down at the book, looks at your hand, looks back into your eyes. 
all right. It was worth a try. All right. Um, anyways, uh, what kind of drink can I get you? Mim? Mim? Would you prefer to be called Mim or Mimir? Mimir works for now. All right. Well, um, I'm not giving you my finest bottle. That's still going to cost you a favor. But I do have something fantastic, you know, in a nice red, if that's with something that you prefer. I mean, I guess. If we're getting the first mate out of it, I... I'll take whatever you have on hand. No, no, no. I'm going to take, I'm going to, I'm going to at least treat you. This is, this is, yeah, I, you know, I have to do these things. It's. I understand I'm, what, what I was experiencing in the brother the other day, you know, I. I oh, you've been to the brother. I, I wouldn't assume you'd have that kind of vintage here anyway. Ah, uh, you know, well, you see, and he reaches under and pulls out an exact bottle. Oh. I do have that. See, interesting. I have some lovely vintages here. I would love to have a conversation oh. with you. I have traveled through the Humblewood for a time or two. I was on land for a bit. It wasn't very comfortable for me. But, and what might I get you, Chanel? Uh, perhaps not so much for me. I tend to just stick to lighter ales. But... Maybe something for my new first mate would be good. Well, I can tell you that he also prefers the darker brews. Um, what about your young friend here? He looks a little young to drink, but he might be. Oren, what's your poison? Have you one yet? I don't drink poison. <laughs> <laughs> Forgive me, dear. Uh, that was my using a uh, turn of phrase. Are there any particular types of alcohol you prefer to drink, or are you one who abstains? I've never drank before. Oh, this could be fun. Oh. Might I, <laughs> might I make a suggestion then? If the boy is young, he looks strong, but let's let's go light on him at first. We do have a deal that's been completed. I now consider you at least a good patron of the, the establishment here. And any good patron of the song deserves to be treated as a as a honored guest, especially when it's their first time on the song. And he kind of looks at Orin and he says, I've got you. It's okay. And he slides over a light ale. And he looks back to, to Mac and he says, now, you may collect your first crew. Your first, sorry, you, you may collect your, your um, first mate. And then let us talk about your other needs. Of course. Let me go uh, find the chap then. Oren, don't. Yes. Don't drink it all in one big gulp. It's not like water, all right? <laughs> Tiny sips. It's going to taste more like bread or the like. <laughs> It tastes bad. You don't have to drink it if you don't want to. Why is everyone like it? Because it makes you feel better when you're done. For a little bit, at least. The Mopak kind of looks and says, Oh, you know, I must, I must apologize. I have not introduced myself. My name is Captain Barton. It is a pleasure to meet you all. Now, your name is Orange, my young lad. And he looks, mm -hmm. he's looking up at you and he says, What? What, what is your favorite type of food? What do you like to eat? Nuts and berries. And he looks over to Mem and he says, 
And you're not planning to share him the fruits of nuts and berries? You're not going to share with him some wine? I didn't offer him a drink. You did. You said I have just the thing for him. I I did, and I did not realize he would like ales. I didn't realize he was a, a fan of berries. Wine is a very... You should try what your friend over there is drinking there, my young Orin. Okay. Orin, now that mm. Mac has gone to fetch your serv- the, 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 the servant outside, um, it is just like water down the hatch. And he points to okay. he points to the light, and then he, uh, he he reaches over and grabs like a glass off the table and pours wine and slides the wine over. Finish one, then have another, and slides the wine oh. to Oren. Slams the one drink and that, and then slams the wine. Perfect. <laughs> <clears throat> Better of children. How do we feel about I- this? I feel warm. Great. That's exactly how you should feel. If you start to feel okay. otherwise, let us know. Well, what do you mean otherwise? Other than warm. You should feel warm and possibly happy, maybe talkative. If it turns anything besides that, give us a heads up. Okay. Okay. And he refills your glass of wine and begins to drink his. I slam it again. Let's let's hold it three. (laughs) Okay. And we're going to cut to um, Mac wandering back to the the rope ladder. And as you look over and look down, that you can see that the rowboat is still sort of attached. And the, the servant is just sort of looking down, you know, at the sort of the bottom of the boat, just kind of like, like hands, you know, claw, pawed hands on their legs and just kind of gently enjoying the rocking motion of the boat. So tell me, how many grandchildren do you have? He looks up. Twelve. From four children. That sounds lovely. I was a bad father. I left them, so I can only hope to make my grandchildren's lives better. My my service here is done. What? I just made a deal. You're working for me now. You can't be serious. I'm very serious. I need a first mate. That means someone who knows how a ship works. My dear, I have not sailed on a ship in ten years. My service has been mostly on land. See Barton. What's the port? Any points? What's the starboard? Any points? What's the bow? Any points? Aft. Any points? Quarter deck. And he makes, he gives you a description of the quarter deck. Rudder. He gives you not only a description of the rudder itself, but the mechanism that is used to control it as if he has had experience repairing them. 
How many masts does the sloop have? Just one. What do you do with the sails if the wind picks up? And he goes into this launching into an elaborate sort of description of the different types of winds, whether you're facing, you know, with, you know, winds without a storm and winds with a storm, what happens in the rain, what happens when there's lightning and thunder, what happens when you're coming in with the tide versus going out with the tide, you know, what happens when you're dealing with, you know, really large swells and, and you're dealing with gusts that are coming between the swells kind of a thing. And so he just, he goes on and on and on and on. And as you're, you're talking to him about this particular, um, a set of needs or, you know, this particular uh, type of activity, uh, you can see that like the vigor, like the, uh, the intellectual and emotional vigor sort of begins to pick up and he physically looks more relaxed as he's explaining this to you. And where do your grandchildren live? Oh, somewhere in the, somewhere in the pause. I don't think they live in the, the cities themselves, but maybe on a fishing village. I, I know that, my eldest child, she serves as the matriarch for their little clan now and has, has taken them someplace where they'll be safe among the free cities. Well, I'm perfectly fine if you want to send up communication to uh, interact with them. We reach ports, you send them notes. Maybe we might actually cross paths for them. You're serious. Dead serious. What kind of a deal did you make? An interesting one. Who's going to row the boat? Someone else will have to take care of that. You've gotten a promotion. He looks down at his hands, his paws, his coved hands, kind of turns them over. puts them onto his knees and slowly stands. And you hear his mech, his back sort of crack. And he kind of looks up to you and he says, what's the first order of business, Captain? How many more crew members do you think I'm going to need for the particular ship you see over there? And she'll nod to the sloop. He takes a look over and he stares at it for a second. And then he kind of looks back up. How many do you have? Hmm. Well, there's the one little fellow, who's really not so little, that you met already. One of your kind. He has potential. I've made him ship guard. There's another one. He's smaller. Observant. Probably could learn quickly. Then there's a little one who won't stop talking. Cabin boy, most likely. As for, uh, Mamiya... Namir's going to need his own special position made up, I have a feeling. Looks up to you with that description. Looks back at the ship again. Ma'am, we're going to need four more at least. But we can get by with four until you can find... And he thinks about it for a second. More trustworthy crew. Exactly what I was thinking. Next question. Do we have to go through him to get the other four? Or do you know of another area where we might be able to uh, recruit? He looks back at you for a second and he says, well, if you want to make the journey to Old Port, we could go there. Otherwise, 
you're going to have to trust him for the time being. The fishing villages along the Gulf, sorry, along the, the Razorbeak Bay, most don't turn up sailors. And anybody who shows any power of aptitude either ends up here or ends up in, you know, one of the merchant sailing vessels or the occasional, and you see a smirk on his face, occasional bout of piracy. <clears throat> yes, well, pirate. I figured. That's good. At least we're I, being open and honest about it. I did a bit, a bit of piracy in my youth. I'm more just a just a, a sailor now. But That's I have no, I, I have no qualms with pirates. All right, good. I'm not going to ask you to jump in and go full throttle piracy with me, but I do need a good sailor. And that you found, ma'am. Excellent. Now, how far is Old Port? This is meta mode. So, what you know about Old Port is it's more of, um, it's sort of in the center between the two. Between Den and between between Den and the Kingdom of Den, like the capital of Den, which is on the okay. northern part of uh, Razorbeak Bay, and then at the bottom of Razorbeak Bay is the the city of the brother and the sister, um, which is the where you know the, the capital of uh, the Serpent Domain is. About halfway between is the border between the two, and Old Port serves as sort of the the midway point along the bay. It's actually sort of parallel to where Meridian is, just a little bit north of Meridian along the coast. Um, based on what you know about the area of the Gulf, uh, for the Razorbeak Bay, it's another half day's journey at this point. You haven't been there in a while. The last rumor that you had about Gabrielle Lafleur, though, was she was spending a lot of time there when she wasn't, you know, sailing. And she's one we don't want to run into right away. Hmm. What's your name, Sailor? Dolan, ma'am. Dolan. You can call me Mac. Not Captain? Oh, Captain, sure. Well, Mac, I will call you Captain in front of the crew. But for a drink, you are my friend, Mac. Thank you. I'm quite amenable to that one. All right. Old Port might be a little dicey on my end. There's a certain someone I need to uh, fly under the radar for a little bit. I, I can make some recommendations here. The deal that I, I'll be honest, the deal that you'll make with Barton and he's slowly beginning to climb up the, 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 the rope ladder at this point. And he's moving a little slower as he's kind of like, you can see that he's working out the stiffness in his muscles. And he says, the deal with Barton to gain my freedom was probably the biggest deal that you will have to make with him. My freedom was costly. Um, a crew might be easier to per, you know to to obtain here but it does come with its with its price it all does difficulties is what i was going to say it's still a price if we can get just enough to get us to the kingdom of den 
Hopefully we can shuttle them away and uh, bring on a more mm, trustworthy is exactly the right word, because let's face it. If you're heading to Den, that might be that might be an easier deal than you might expect. Occasionally, our Captain Barton here needs messages taken back and forth. He needs a runner. Occasionally. That's Usually it's Captain Bartholomew who comes through as a merchant vessel. Um, but Bartholomew hasn't been through in the past month. And I'm sure that Barton needs needs a message taken. Yeah, something tells me that that sort always has a message to deliver. That's very good to know, Dolan. Well... What do you say? You ready to uh, add to this crew? If they're temporary, we'll pick rightly. If they're for the long, then we'll do better than we possibly can, I hope. Here's to trying, at least. Aye, Captain. Let's go. And as Dolan kind of steps up onto the deck itself for the first time, you see the entire crowd sort of shift a little bit. And take in the fact that Dolan is on deck. And a couple of them nod in deep respect, like, you know, kind of like in their own gesture, whether it's, uh, you know, uh, you know, sort of an eye captain sort of a thing. You can see that there is an element of respect that Dolan is you know, commanding from, you know, or, you know, a, a receiving from, you know, a couple of patrons on deck. And you hear, you know, occasional calls, Dolan. And at one point you hear, oh, old friend. And, you know, he acknowledges as he moves with you back to Barton. Meanwhile, Mim, Oren, what was going on with the two of you and Captain Barton? I had the three drinks and I'm just kind of sitting there waiting to see how they feel. Uh, I don't imagine they're affecting Orin too much because he's big um, and he has a pretty high constitution. Um, this is so, the first time that you've had yeah. alcohol, though. I want to say I'd like you to roll a constitution save with advantage. It's an easy roll. I just want to see, you know, again, this is one of those situations where I just want to see if you fail at all. Like there's okay. Any- Right. Uh, I rolled a 15 plus four, 19. All right. Yeah. So you, you begin to feel that sort of beautiful sort of like mellowing effect that wine can sometimes have for you. And the taste, the taste of the wine is so much better than the ale that you were given Mm because you were given a really light ale and that has a slightly sort of bittersweet sort of creamy taste, but that sort of, um, uh, that 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 berry sort of flavor, that grape sort of flavor coming from the wine sits with you much better. And it gives you that sort of warm feeling in the belly. But otherwise, you're just you're sort of enjoying the glow of the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing Oren probably does notice is that, like, it, it seems to kind of dull how he feels a little bit. Um, so he just, he keeps it at three. Um, and uh goes i can see why people like this feeling i uh 
it tastes good. Doesn't it? And it feels mm-hmm. good, too. It warms you from the inside. It's great for a cold winter's night or a stormy ocean, whatever, voyage or something. I don't know what it's good for on the sea, but I assume it's good for the same thing as a winter night. It's also, it dulls the pain of battle. It's also, mm-hmm. in some cases, can be used to disinfect wounds. So, multi-purpose cleaner. Oh. Is it... That's good to know. It's good to have on hand for all cases. Either you've won the battle and you need to heal yourself, or you've won the battle and you need to drink to numb the... Celebrate the success, I mean. Or you've lost the battle and you need to drink to numb the pain. Hmm. I don't know. I like to drink and just enjoy myself. That's what retirement gives me as Barton kind of steps up. Here, my boy. Here's your own bottle. Is he handing it to me? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, he takes it, and I go, but for free. Oh, it's on the house. Young lads drinking for their first time, I, I want to make sure that you're, you, you enjoy yourself. Please, continue. Don't, don't. And you see a little grin sort of develop on, on the Mothwalk Can case. I roll an insight? Don't chug the bottle. Yes, you may roll an insight check at, no, nah, you're just a straight up insight roll. Uh, six plus one, seven. Yeah, there's nothing nefarious about this, at least from what you're mm-hmm. perceiving. So, yeah, he, he puts the bottle down. Does it look like the same bottle that he, uh, that Mimsy has? No, it's not the same bottle that Mim has. And Mim, when you take a look at the bottle, you realize that it's a much younger vintage and something that's not as, um, as uh, elegant and taste, you know, that uh, has the same taste profile, but it is an okay bottle of wine. It's the kind of thing that you would consider table wine. Okay. Toilet wine. <laughs> uh, no, for you, for you, it's, it's, it's a nice bottle of wine. <laughs> now, Captain, was it? And he Barton. Is, oh, just Barton then. Um, Captain Barton, yes. Uh, I, oh. the, you know, the proprietor and captain of the Sea Hag, or the Sea Hag song. I have a question for you. you said oh, I like would, questions. We would be in charge of finding our own crew. I understand that Mac is uh, dealing with the first mate. Uh, however, I see that there's a good strong number of strapping sailors here. What if we play a game? Oh, I like games. If I win, you outfit us with a crew. And if I win? If you win, what is of equal value to a crew? A favor from Mere Elderrand. I've, f- I know favor- your reputation, Mimir. I haven't the foggiest idea of what you speak. A favor that is equivalent if I to know. A crew. Your friend there and who she works for. What? What makes you think I don't understand who you are? I don't know. Your reputation precedes you. Yeah. Now, what was your question about the favor? Nothing. A favor that is equally exchanged for a call. Oh, it's, it's a grand favor. It is one that I can ask at any time. Well, then it's and a it grand must be fulfilled. Crew. Oh, 
I'll give you the grandest crew that I can afford to. Deal. Liar's dice. Spits in his hand and reaches out. Oh, God. Why, all of you, just cordially shake hands like gentlemen. This is just... Ugh. He reaches his hand out. And he grasps it oh, very I can firmly. Feel it. I can feel it. <laughs> okay. Mac, you walk up with Dolan just as this handshake is happening. What did you do? Liar's dice, love. Take a seat. No. What did you do? I'm getting us a crew. No, you're not. Deal's done. Oh, god damn it. Take a seat. We're playing Liar's Dice. The deal is done. And, you know, your friend is quite interesting. Um, I like him. He can, he can come back anytime. You will be considered a friend, you know, of the Sea Hag song. You may drink for free here anytime, even if I lose. I like you. You can make deals with me any day. What's on drinking? Well, he's had a one glass of whatever you gave him, which is basically water. He's had two glasses of wine, and now he has the whole bottle, which he was instructed not to chug, but to sip. Uh, Oren? Yes? How are you feeling? Fine. Are you sure about that, love? Mm-hmm. How many fingers am I holding up? Two. All right. If it turns I just feel warm on the inside, and I don't... My senses seem not as acute. Yes, and that's going to dull further the more you drink. Yeah, and that's why I have not opened this bottle. Excellent, smart man. But I want to save it for when I win my next battle and then drink it after. That's a very sensible way of handling your liquor. See? Mimi, I don't take credit for that. I literally told Barton, did I not tell him it's great for... Winning a battle, celebrating with dear, the young the young lad will be fine. He, it's not a. There's nothing wrong with the bottle. He'll be fine. He's welcome to drink it whenever. Mimir has done his job. He has tried to keep him. How shall I say it? Safe. Safe from the influence. Well, then let's. See how your deal goes through, darling Mimsy. Would you care to play? No. Well. This is all you. Mim reaches into his his satchel and pulls out a handful of dice and places them down on the table. Hmm. No, sorry. I'm sorry. My good friend Mimir. Captain? And he slides his dice to the captain. No, 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 no. I'm sorry, my good friend Mimir. This is the Sea Hag song. We have various games of chance here. I would be willing to put my hand on this book here. You saw the concern that I had for your friend. I would be hand happy to put my hand on this here book and attest to Why? the honesty of our game. I don't trust your dice. Then give me the book. You're, 
your reputation precedes you. He puts his hand out for the book. All right. He slides it out in front of him and says, this is interesting. Bim places his hand on the book. Unseen servant still there? Nope. Interesting. Roll me a wisdom save. Do, 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 do. Um, as this is going on, I go, why do you need to put your hand on a book? He believes I'm a liar. It attests to the honesty. Uh, 16 plus 2, 18. It tingles when you put your hand on the book. But Barton looks at you, looks down at the book, and looks at you and says, fantastic. Let us begin. And he reaches under the, uh, the, um, the bar and pulls out his own cup. He says, now, and he puts his hand right on. He's like, this is my cup. Please examine it. It is perfectly legitimate. There are no magical means by which, but I always play with my own cup. I do enjoy a Ninus game of Liar's Dice. And he reaches out and grabs Where's a bottle of rum. Hand? His other hand is holding the, his one hand is on the book. Mm-hmm. The other hand is holding the cup out to you. And Mim is looking at the book. He saw it glow before. And he's looking for any changes in the book as he's talking. No, there are no changes to the book. Okay. He'll trust it. And he grabs for a, a bottle of, of rum under the, the counter and kind of like pulls out the, the cork with his teeth and just takes a swig and says, all right, let's play. And that's where we'll end it. Dark Fortunes is an unmade gaming production and a proud member of the Don't Split the Podcast Network. If you would like to learn more about the world of Dark Fortunes and get some behind-the-scenes looks, please join us on Patreon at patreon.com slash unmadegaming. If you've enjoyed this podcast, please take a minute to give us a five-star rating and review on iTunes. Thank you for joining us on this high sea adventure, and we'll see you next time on Dark Fortunes. Are you looking for a great story? Do you love Star Wars? Do you like podcasts? If you said yes to any of these, check out the Redemption Podcast. Well, I have less in my head than you do normally, probably. You haven't met the crew I'm with. Pretty much everywhere we go, our life is in danger. Things didn't explode. That's pretty sneaky for us. That sounds horrible. Yes, please finish up whatever underhanded thing you're doing on the computer terminals at the Jedi Temple. Check out Redemption Podcast at www.redemptionpodcast.com. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, 
according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.